Hello there, and welcome to this podcast. We are Black Current, a group of 20-something-year-olds with a common interest to bring you fun, laughter, and a bit of understanding. This podcast is hosted by three people, Larry, Victor, and Patsy. We are recording from three different locations, Lagos, Nigeria, London and Manchester in the UK. All opinions are our own. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And if you do like our content, you can also subscribe to our different platforms and like our podcasts. So thank you very much for listening. Hope you enjoy this recording. We are Black Current. Presenting today, my name is Victor, as always. Got Patsy, we've got Larry. Hey, Patsy and Larry. Hey. Wagwan. Wagwan, big guy. We've got a guest. Her name's Amber. Amber, say hello to everyone. Hi. As a brief introduction, how do we know Amber? Amber and I worked together on placement. This was a couple of years ago, just before I finished my university. It's my first ever podcast, so it should be interesting. It it will be interesting. Trust us, or trust uh, me at least. Tell us a fun fact about yourself. Oh my god, these are like the horrible questions that you get asked when you're doing like a round <laughs> table and you're like, oh. <laughs> How many languages can you speak? Oh, I can actually speak five. There you go. Damn! Yeah. <laughs> wow, which languages? So, I can speak English, Punjabi, Hindi, Urdu. I can read and write Arabic. What? There you go. Now, now I'm telling you, the flex is real. <laughs> <laughs> This is just next level. Punjabi, Urdu and Hindi are very similar languages, so it's not hard to learn if you know one. <laughs> don't downplay your abilities. Humility is overrated, Amber. Imagine you're playing basketball and someone dunks on you and says, nah, you just need to get your... Yeah, yeah you need to be a bit taller. You need to raise your a bit more. If you can if you can dribble, you can dunk. In it, like, no. in it, like, in it, like, once you, if you can jump, you can dunk. <laughs> Things like, nah, no, nah, it doesn't work like that. If I can do it, you can do <laughs> no, it. definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that you're humble. Um, honestly, it sounds amazing. Props to you for learning those. Um, that's really cool. Today, we're going to be talking about in the world, are we burnt out? Because let me tell you guys, I am burnt trust me first of all i'm going to have to step my you know urdu and Punjab <laughs> game up thanks to amber straight up telling us that it's you know it's just like a walk in the park yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, i'm gonna go on duolingo and see what i can find okay so what do i think do, you, do i think like are we burnt out genuinely i feel like covid came at a good time for me because i was starting to feel burned out like for real so when it came in it kind of put a pause to everything do you get what i mean mm. it's like just you know what my g just calm like just stop what you're doing now and just take what's going on in so for the first week it was a bit manic second week it got a bit better because then i could manage you know the whole working from home thing a lot easier and a lot better have i been burned out recently yes prior to covid but since covid life i've had Better clarity of thought, just a better understanding of myself and understanding of things that are going on around me. So I can now put my finger on things mm-hmm. and I can assess things a lot better. Currently, a lot of people would probably have felt refreshed because of COVID. Like COVID would put a lot of stop to a lot of activity. Like I, for one, I am a lawyer. So, you know, going to court, back from court, going to pick up some documents from whatever land registry or you're going to go, you get what I mean? The traveling and there's a lot of traffic with a lot of things. Mm. All of that has kind of been put on hold. 
So all I just have to do is just sit in my house, draft my agreements, speak on whatever meeting I need to speak on, prepare whatever articles I need to prepare on. And that just seems to, it's calming. It's a lot more calming because I'm in a, my safe space per se. Do you think we run ourselves ragged? Heavily depends on the type of people that you follow and the type of content that they post on a daily basis. So, for example, ever since I think Corona has been impacted our lives, like gyms, etc., have been closed, and I follow a lot of gym influencers. Gymming is like their main job. What they try to do is try to bring that onto a social platform and make everything about home workouts. So, obviously, every day you see that they're so active and they're always working out. And I feel like that kind of puts the pressure on you to kind of do the same thing, even if you're, you know, feeling a bit slouchy, you don't want to do anything. And then you see other people on social media doing so many active things and you're thinking, oh, maybe I need to be doing the same. Maybe I need to kind of get my bum up and, you know, do something with myself. The whole situation, there's so many factors that, you know, can bring your mood down or, you know, just not make you want to do anything. But then seeing stuff like that on social media kind of makes you feel the need to do it. You know, we've managed, we've managed to get back one resource, one resource that we're always struggling for, time. More so in the Western world, the way we lead our lives is we try to look forward too much. We tend to forget about the now. There's, it's a good thing to plan ahead. But what, what this situation right now, being in lockdown, being isolated, being by yourself or with your family, it gives you that time. It gives you an opportunity to rekindle relationships that you didn't have before. It gives you an opportunity to focus on yourself, right? There's so many, you know, we're all, we're all individuals. Like we all know what we, how much we can take on. We all know how much we can do, right? So if you see something on social media, blah, blah, blah. Do what you can do. Life is so short, but we spend a lot of time, time waiting for things to get done, like to be finished. We, we, we end up escaping the present. And I think that's sort of something that I've taken out of this right now. And I'm still trying to, you know, enjoy is living in the now, just to enjoy right now, focus on what I can control. Yeah, so go, going forward, you might hear some beeping, some <laughs> road noises, but that's just Larry. Yeah, exactly, some road rage, um, you know, some yeah. potholes, because you know where he's driving. Yeah. Okay, Patsy, though, what's your take on it, though? This whole situation, what's, do you believe that people are burning themselves out now? Do, what do you think about the social media pressure? Do you think um, okay. do you think there's something that can be done around that? In general, I think we are burnt out as a nation. Like, people having to look at themselves and think, okay, is this even where I want to be? Am I even doing? Am I even spending the time that I'm doing on the right thing? Am I wasting my time in places or people that I don't need to be wasting my time on? And sometimes you just can't help having to work in a job that you don't like. It's just, it is just what it is, unfortunately. But I do think we are burnt out. Larry said to us before we started recording that maybe like we should have a four day weekend. I don't know about four day weekend, but like having an extra day on the weekend would be bliss. Or in the middle of the week, like a Wednesday. A four day ac- weekend actually works. Sorry. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, I think. Boom. I think um, it's either Norway, Sweden or Finland, one of those countries actually do do a four-day weekend. And Mm. it's been shown through studies that, like, their productivity is a lot higher than what it is for people who have a five-day week. Even though they have one less day to work, I think they finish work at a later time. But even though the satisfaction of having one day 
you know, more to kind of rest is enough of an incentive for them to work harder and better. So do they have a three-day weekend, a four-day yeah. week? But their four-day uh, weeks are sorry, a bit actually, longer. That was my bad. The thing I've been asking for a three-day weekend for is a three-day weekend, There's you give the body more time to rest. Because I always imagined, like, playing American football. Like, Victor, you imagine, on Sunday we play American football and our next game is when? Next the week, next yeah. Sunday. Because physically... It is tasking, but in between that, you have training like twice a week, twice or three times a week, and it'll be like a you know a strength and conditioning session. So why is it that with a sport whereby you need physical exertion, they are smarter in terms of understanding how much time the body needs to rest compared to whereby mental exertion takes a lot more from you. Mm-hmm. I actually believe mental exertion takes a lot more mm-hmm. than physical exertion. I genuinely think so. Yeah, I do. So if you're if you're sat wondering, thinking to yourself, okay, you know what? An added bit, Fridays. Now, Thursday is the new Friday. We rest Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're back at it again. Because if we're frankly, if we're being honest, the only day we actually technically rest is Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. And lots of us are trying to socialize on Saturday. We're trying to catch up with our friends. We're trying to, you know. So Sunday comes round. And already, I, I never call Sunday Sunday. because I call Sunday pre-Monday. Because that's all yeah. you think about mm-hmm. throughout Sunday. What's that migrant? You get so it's ready, a wasted day. Exactly. You get your clothes ready. Mentally, you're getting ready. You're getting whatever work you have ready as well. So that when you get to the office, you're sorting everything else. I agree that, it like, even though we do have a five-day working week, on a Friday, no one actually does any work. I don't do any work on a Monday, but my Friday is so busy because we're getting ready, f- ready for the weekend that we're wow. not in. Because I work in sport and all the sport happens on the God. weekend. Mm. <laughs> so it's so annoying for me because everyone now, I can see other people just, like, kind of sitting back and chilling. And I'm like, so, yeah. I wouldn't mind having my Monday off. Mm. Yeah, I think it depends on the industry that you're in. Because obviously, because yeah. I work in the financial sector, a lot of like trades and stuff are pretty much done by the end of the week. And Monday is kind of the big day where everyone comes back into the office and, you know, things start up again. You start at the top of the slide and <laughs> back down. That's kind of your workload. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Mine's the opposite. I'm climbing <laughs> up it all week. But there's something that Larry said that I really, you know, I really related with is the whole Friday saturday sunday explanation where you went saturday is really the only day you can think of that you go okay fully social because even on friday although we don't do nothing you're almost always too tired from the week to actually try to do anything on on friday night be with your partner be with anyone be with your friends you're almost too tired a lot of the times you find yourself either you're forcing it or you're just, you know, you're, you're burnt out. You're just chilling at home. You're, especially if you're working, if you've got the normal, if you're doing the normal work week. And then when it gets to Saturday, you're preempting yourself. There's so many people that you need to, I mean, you're trying to make plans with. I actually struggled to sleep on Sunday night. Like, even if I'm really tired, like, I struggle yeah, I to sleep too. on Sunday night. Because yeah, for too. some reason, it's like, it's replaying in my head. It's like, okay, next week is going to be, so, if, if, especially if the following week's going to be busy. You're thinking, okay, how am I going to attack it? Like, am I ready? Like, have I, I don't know, have I set out my plans? My little things like clothes, food that I'm going to be having for lunch. Little things. They just keep replaying in your head. Keep speaking about it, especially after COVID-19, where a lot of um, companies have realised that we don't really need people in the office to be working. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. If you leave a company, you will be replaced instantly. Like, you are literally... (laughs) indispensable and it's quite horrible to think that 
Do you know what I mean? You literally put your blood, sweat and tears into that company and they're just going to replace you regardless if you stay or leave. Or if, you, if you're if giving a bit of attitude, oh, it's okay, I'll just kind of get rid. See you later. Or you're redundant now. Do you know what I mean? They're going to find ways to either bring in a younger person mm. who can be cheaper or is yes, not doesn't know that's... about the world or is inexperienced so they can again pay you less so you're always kind of defending yourself to have a job even if you work extremely hard there was this young lady i remember a good friend of mine she got married she got married and then got pregnant so what then happened was while she was still on the job and she had just informed her um company about uh, taking maternity believe it or not the day she informed her company about taking maternity they had put her job the job website asking for recruitment while she was literally leaving the office so when she got home she saw her job was available wow. <laughs> online at her own company and she called them and, she was, and they were like oh it's just it's just protocol we always do this because you know you never know and i can imagine how t- she's worked there for like 10 years wow. imagine wow. how that would feel yeah it's absolutely horrible and also yeah corporate corporate disloyalty is is a recurring theme especially in capitalist nations like it's it's just it's just weird so i personally i commute to birmingham every single day for work so i drive and it takes me on average three and a half four hours both ways literally it's an absolute nightmare some days it's literally hard to even wake up in the morning to think about my commute but like my gp my dentist my opticians everything is in leicester and i work in birmingham so the weekends are really the only chance i get to actually you know go to appointments to do anything that i want to do personally and i try and spend most of my weekends kind of like you know meeting my friends catching up with family and stuff and i don't want my weekends just to be full of appointments that i can't go to in a week when i first joined my workplace we did not have an option to work from home like it was just something that hr was definitely against and we never got like any laptops or we never got access to work from home anything if i had an appointment for example it was absolutely impossible and the only way to get around that was say i had say i had an dentist appointment for example I'd have to make sure that the dentist appointment was as late as possible that I could book and then I'd have I'd have to uh, sit like eat through my lunch so I wouldn't be able to take a lunch I'd have to come into work extra early just to make up my time and then have like you know just to be able to leave say an hour earlier from work than usual to make my appointment you know again I don't want to bring COVID into it but now that everyone has been required to work from home management and like you know my entire team have decided oh actually it's fine for us to work from home there's no you know confidentiality breaches or there's no danger in us working from home and accessing like financial documents and stuff but (laughs) It's just so annoying that it's taken a, a global pandemic for wow. a simple, you know, just a simple request to work from home. And I've I've been working there for almost two years, and only now have we have we been allowed to work from home. But that's only because of unprecedented circumstances. Yeah, not because they wanted to say, you know, let's give our employees a bit of flexibility. It was because they had no other choice. So this is country is when they put, you know, business expenses over the lives of. Mm. the actual people it is sad it is sad but you know it's 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 the covid 19 world that we live in this is what in particular that hit home to me was what amber said in relation to working from because every firm i've been at i've been you know arguing for the working from home thing where everyone seems to think oh it's impossible you're just all going to get lazy and oh 
paying you money, but you're just going to be lounging. And I'm sad. They're like, <laughs> we're adults, not kids. You know, we, we have responsibilities and we know fully well. COVID has been somewhat of a blessing in disguise because I do understand and do not get me wrong at all. I'm not, the deaths and Everything that's happened, it's, it's, it's scary, it's terrifying. However, to see businesses yeah. rethink corporate strategy is actually fantastic to see. In Nigeria, in Lagos, going to work, like we have in Lagos, there's the island and the mainland. Traffic in Lagos is an abomination, to say the least. Mm. It is ridiculous. So you can have journeys that can take you, that are supposed to take you 10, 15 to 20 That's minutes, crazy. will take you three hours. So a lot of the time you have people who live 30 minutes away, they having to leave their houses wow. at 4 a.m. in the morning mm. to get to the office for 8 a.m. It's, it's crazy. I know, for example, in Uganda as well, it's the same in a lot of situations and countries that don't have proper infrastructure in place. And it is sad. But we're sort of seeing now that governments, countries are trying to, you know, put pressure on corporations to rethink their strategies. And hopefully, and hopefully, hopefully coming out of yeah. this, you know, employees, you know, the people, the workforce, the people that are the forefront uh, are better catered for rather than thinking of the, you know, the likes of what's his name? Um, who am I thinking of? The CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yeah, rather than trying to, you know, become a trillionaire in a world that's being faced <laughs> with a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, to sort of wrap it up, thank you. Um, thank you all. And um, yeah, so thank you again, Amber, for giving us your time and really, really good contributions you had in there as well. Um, Larry and Patsy, the same. Again, it's been Black Current. Thank you all for listening. And as always, stay safe, enjoy life and be blessed. Thank you for listening to another episode of Black Current. We have been Larry, Victor and Patsy. Together we make Black Current. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. We appreciate all the love and support. Until next time.